In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. Today I especially ask you to remember in your prayers of today's Mass uh, some people whose anniversaries of death is round about just now, uh, George Stilly and May Began. And uh, the Mass itself uh, today is especially offered for John McEnroy, whose second anniversary of death is today. And I uh, ask you especially to remember in your prayers today, uh, Jimmy McDermott, who died in the early hours uh, of today. To begin the Mass and to, uh, to celebrate the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Amos. It is the Lord who speaks. That day I will re-erect the tottering hut of David, make good the gaps in it, restore its ruins, and rebuild it as it was in the days of old, so that they can conquer the remnant of Edom and all the nations that belong to me. It is the Lord who speaks. He will carry this out. The days are coming now, it's the Lord who speaks. When harvest will fall directly after ploughing, the treading of grapes after sowing, when the mountains will run with new wine and the hills all flow with it. I mean to restore the fortunes of my people Israel. They will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them, plant vineyards and drink their wine, dig gardens and eat their produce. I will plant them in their own country, never to be rooted up again, out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. The Word of the Lord. The Lord speaks peace to his people. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace, peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. Mercy and faithfulness have met, justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth, and justice look down from heaven. The Lord will make us prosper, and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. John's disciples came to Jesus and said, What is it that we and the Pharisees why is it that we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not? And Jesus replied, Surely the bridegroom's attendants would never think of mourning as long as the bridegroom is still with them. But the time will come for the bridegroom to be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunken cloth onto an old cloak, because the patch pulls away from the cloak and the tear, the tear gets worse. Nor do people put new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins burst, the wine runs out, and the skins are lost. No, they put new wine into fresh skins, and both are preserved. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, once again, we read from the prophet Amos, and we've been reading from the prophet Amos over the last few days at Mass, a prophet that's not part of any brotherhood of prophets, but comes, if you like, from left field, uh, simply gets the word of God uh, and, and brings it to the people, previously being a shepherd and looking after uh, sycamore trees, uh, but somehow he gets this word of God and comes uh, to the people with it. And not everybody likes it. Uh, in fact, nobody really likes the word of God that he's brought because it's a word about justice uh, and about how uh, people very often treat one another unjustly and yet kind of go about their religious practices in the way that they should. It's kind of condemning the hypocrisies of the time. But today, uh, in the reading, instead of that kind of negative message, uh, if you like, there's a very kind of positive message uh, that's given to the people that God's going to do something special, uh, something new, something where the, the hills will be uh, bring forth a great harvest, um, a new time in which God himself is going to act uh, and bring the people back to the land that was their own, uh, to the cities that they belong to, to help them to rebuild uh, their lives on this uh, land uh, that God had given to them. So God makes them this new promise, if you like, that he's going to do something new for them. Today uh, we hear uh, from the disciples of John the Baptist, uh, and in St Matthew's Gospel they ask, why is it uh, that Jesus' disciples don't fast, uh, and they, the disciples of John the Baptist, uh, and the Pharisees fast? It raises a kind of interesting question about fa fasting, both in the Old Testament and New Testament. The Jewish people were only expected to uh, fast on one day of the year, uh, Yom Kippur, uh, which is the Day of Atonement, which still exists to this very day. Um, that was the only expectation that they would fast on that particular day. But they also fasted on other occasions as well. Uh, in moments of crisis, in moments of difficulty, in moments of sorrow, uh, they themselves would fast. 
It's clear then uh, that uh, John the Baptist's uh, disciples uh, fast uh, uh, John himself as a kind of rigorous teacher uh, and, and wants them to keep to the, uh, the things that they've known. But Jesus uh, uh, seems to, to be ambivalent, if you like, towards uh, fasting itself. And there are, are several passages in the, the New Testament in which he refers uh, to uh, fasting. Uh, you may remember that uh, famous one in Ash Wednesday, uh, where he speaks about uh, prayer, fasting and almsgiving. Uh, don't do them because other people are watching you or for praise. Uh, do it because your Heavenly Father uh, sees that you do it. Uh, and and here also he refers uh, to fasting as well, um, and and I think you have to kind of set it in in the context uh, uh, of the broader context of Jesus' own own teaching, because clearly Jesus himself, strangely enough, as a, uh, seems to set himself against some of the traditions uh, that were uh, ingrained and and, and 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 key to the religious life uh, of the. The people of Israel, um, uh, they challenge him sometimes that he doesn't keep the Sabbath. They challenge him because he doesn't seem to keep some of the laws. And here he is again, uh, uh, speaking about fasting and, and and that fasting itself is not necessary uh, for his disciples. Uh, so it kind of sets Jesus in that context of uh, someone who breaks the rules, some who someone who kind of stands out. Uh, from the crowd, uh, rather like Amos in the, the first reading of, of today's Mass, uh, that great kind of prophetic tradition uh, which which uh, stands out uh, and kind of challenges uh, the different people and what, what, what they're doing. Um, Jesus himself then kind of follows up in the passage exactly what he means, that, that there's something new in his teaching uh, uh, and you wouldn't kind of Fasten something new onto something old, and he uses that image of the, of the, of the cloth itself uh, uh, that needs a patch, and you wouldn't put the patch on it because of the, of the, the thing kind of uh, shrinks or whatever, then the, the, the patch itself uh, pulls away, and you wouldn't put a uh, new wine into old wine skins because the, the wine itself would rot and the skins themselves uh, would burst. You know, there's something kind of new. Uh, uh, with the arrival of, of Jesus' teaching, something new and something that doesn't just go with uh, something that is previous or something that's old. There's something new and something kind of challenging uh, about Jesus' teaching. And of course, we see that, uh, that, that it rubs against uh, the traditions uh, that the, the people of Israel had and the, the Pharisees and the, and the scribes. Uh, are angry at um, kind of uh, breaking their conventions and their traditions. No, there's something new, something new and challenging. And maybe for ourselves too, then we, we we sense that in our own life. There's something new that enters into our own life. Not not a way of doing things that we that we get used to, or not a way of doing things that are kind of mindless. Uh, but there's something new and challenging in what Jesus has to say to us. It would be great then if we could rise each day with that, that feeling of something new that's entered into our life, uh, new and challenging, rather than something that's old and, and kind of dusty and uh, something that's just uh, conventional. 
but it's new and challenging every day to, to live this Christian life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who graciously accomplished the effects of your mysteries, grant, we pray, that the deeds by which we serve you may be worthy of these sacred gifts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them what they do fall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant John, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. 
Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face and have mercy on us all, we pray. That with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who will live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May this sacrifice that we have offered and received fill us with life, O Lord, we pray, so that bound to you in lasting charity we may bear fruit that lasts forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we ask Mary's special help and protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Go forth. The Mass is ended. <laughs>